Welcome back to episode 57 of the Split the Scene podcast, the official 2022 episode. So um, we have officially recorded this podcast in three calendar years now, gentlemen. Let's go. Uh, woo. Um, so obviously still no baseball news. You still got the lockout going on. Actually, I do actually want to say something really quickly about baseball. It's about Ken Resenthal. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So are we so we're just letting commissioners take away like you know, rights or like what what was it called? You guys yeah. want me to give you the lowdown of the situation? Please do, because it just sounds like he's taking away dictatorship. Yeah, it just like, sounds like he's taking away. Can we civil use the word dictator when we have this conversation? It's really not. So here's the deal. MLB Network is owned by Major League Baseball. And basically the head guy of Major League Baseball is Rob Manfred. Ken Rosenthal was their lead uh insider on MLB Network. And to be honest, I mean, I never really saw him on MLB Network. Part of that is because uh, during the pandemic, uh, when Ken Rosenthal was reporting on everything that was being done with baseball, uh, he basically got suspended uh, on paid leave because his work for The Athletic, which if you do not have a The Athletic subscription at this point, I don't know what I don't know what you need to get it because it is tremendous. Uh, anyways. At that point, he got suspended. His contract expired at the end of the 2021 calendar year. And basically, they renew it because they didn't want him to continue uh, as a part of MLB Network because he's trashed the commissioner so many times, deservedly so. I mean, everything he's written is basically true. That's why he writes it. Uh, everything was true except for the fact that Max Scherzer was going to be a padre. Uh, pain <laughs> forever. Ah. And... I don't care to be completely honest with you because it's he can they control who they're gonna have. They have plenty of other insiders there. None of them are as good as Ken Rosenthal. I think they're all gonna agree with that. But at the same time, he still does stuff for Fox Sports One. You can still hear him give his insider stuff for free on on television for Fox Sports One. More people have Fox Sports One than MLB Network. So I'm thinking you're gonna see him on there more than you used to see him. Also. He still writes for The Athletic, and that's where the majority of his stuff is, and that's where all of his insider stuff is posted. So to me, I ain't really care. I ain't find it that shocking. And yeah, I mean, like, obviously it sucks that they're like silencing him, but they're only silencing him from saying stuff on his network. And what he was saying on that network was already being uh, was already being censored in a bit. So it doesn't really impact me that much. No. And at the end of the day, you're 100% right about everything you just said. And Rob Manfred has the opportunity to do whatever he wants on the network that holds the name of the league that he is the commissioner for. However, him making this move makes him seem very weak. And to me is very, very disappointing to see for me. We still have some interesting scenarios. We'll get into them. But first, let's talk about week 17 because, boy, were there some fun games. Um, Week 17, um, ironically, it came when they didn't have any Saturday games. You know, I think, gentlemen, this might be this is at least like up there with my favorite like week of football. I just always personally love just like 13 games on Sunday. And, you know, like you're watching Red Zone and there's all these games going around and then you're watching your own team on like a different laptop. This was just really enjoyable for me. I don't know about how you guys felt about it. Um, 
Yeah. I didn't think it was that great of a week of games, to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, obviously, someone's going to highlight the Kansas City-Cincinnati game, and that was obviously a thriller. But outside of that, there were only a couple of other really intriguing games. Raiders and Colts was a big one as well. Cardinals and the Cowboys. But outside of that, nothing caught my eye that much of being a big-time game. I thought week 16 was a much more interesting week with a lot of big-time games there. How about this? Rams had to come back on the road against the Ravens after turning the ball over five times. The Stafford Eagles was perfect in the second half. Yeah. The Eagles had to come back in the fourth quarter on the road against a divisional rival to clinch the spot in the playoffs. Uh, the Antonio Brown fiasco. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get me started on that one. Oh, it's uh, awesome. Well, we're going to get you, including a fourth quarter comeback from Tom Brady to beat the Jets for probably stupid, the final time in his career, for being yeah, honest. A stupid, a stupid fourth quarter comeback. <laughs> going to be another going to be another four years. Cardinals-Cowboys was a great game. Uh, Trey Lance's second start of his career. I mean, he Saints was great Panthers. in the second half as well. Saints, Saints Panthers, Panthers was close. And uh, the Lions tried to make a second half comeback. <laughs> And, and um, Big Ben's final. last game. Yeah, the final. Yeah. Final. Big Ben's last game. In Pittsburgh. Um, but yeah, I'm going to quickly, I'm going to take the Chiefs Bengals game here because I actually want to spend this time to talk about something else. Uh, but first of all, let's just get the obvious things out of the way. Um, neither of these teams wanted to play defense, but also did want to play defense uh, because didn't the Bengals have a couple turnovers off the Patrick Mahomes or were there no turnovers in this game? I want to say they had one. I don't know. I thought I thought um, they picked. No, they didn't. Never mind. Oh, they almost did. Yeah. So none of these teams want to play any pass defense. Um, this was just both quarterbacks slinging the ball around. Joe Burrow, thirty of thirty-nine, four hundred forty-six yards, which means he was about forty yards shy of throwing for a thousand yards in two weeks. Nuts. Uh, he finished with like nine. Nine, I think he fin- finishes with like 940 or 964 or something like that. Four tutties. Um, I'll talk about Jamar Chase later. Uh, wink. Uh, but yeah, just absolutely nuts. I want to get some of my takes out of the way with this game. I posted one of them on Twitter and it started a bit of a debate, but um, I know Josh is actually going to back me up with this one. Uh, the The Bengals wide receiver core is, is the best in the league. Um, Right now, yeah, I know you want to say Rams, but you don't have Robert Woods, so and that that would be the team that I would say. Um, and I you would be right, assuming they're able to hold on to Odell, which is going to be a question this offseason. We'll yeah, see. And, and Robert Woods coming off ACL. Um, but yeah, so the Bengals wide receiver core is the far and away the best right now of any of the teams heading into the postseason in the league, and they're probably going to be the best for the next three years. I mean, T. Higgins. Has been absolutely. T. Higgins has an 1,000 yard season already. Uh, not a lot of people are talking about it because you have Jamar Chase, who now is going to be your offensive rookie of the year. I would not Thank give it to Matt Jones. Thank God. Um, and then you still have Tyler Boyd, who you know has put together two 1,000 yard seasons the last two seasons, and he's at like eight, only 27 years old as well. He's only 20, still pretty yeah. young. He's still pretty young. He put he's he's probably going to finish a little short. He's he's like 870 yards right now. Um, but yeah, those three guys and CJ Osama is a reliable tight end. Uh, Joe Mixon can be used in the pass game. This is like a crazy, crazy just group of pass catchers. And he's a pretty darn good runner too. Yeah. Um, so I just want to get that out of the way. I also want to talk about how Zach Taylor nearly threw this game away for the dumbest reason. Yeah. Why did um, they go for it? That was, I, I couldn't believe I that. I didn't hate it. 
Josh, are I you kidding really me? I didn't hate it. Fourth and goal. I'm, I'm like the king of like, go for it on fourth down. Josh, but, they got rid of all their timeouts. It was 51 seconds left. But you, you can't know play that Mahomes is going to come back and kick the field goal. You don't you know, know that. Mahomes doesn't what kick the field goal. About? You do. What do you mean With you Patrick do? Patrick Mahomes on that sideline, 51 seconds, the way that game had been going, you know Mahomes is going to be able to put them in no. a chance to kick a field goal. That is such chicken crap way to you play You play to win the game. I, I don't agree. You had gone so long without winning the AFC North to do it on your home field like that against the Kansas City Chiefs. We've been winning the AFC for the past couple of years to do it in the way that they did it. I would say that was the right move. No. They got really, really It was locked. a tie game. You don't do that when it's a tie game. I, I didn't hate it. I really didn't. And even if you miss, they got to go stupid. now 70 yards to kick the field goal because so what they would have had to do to score the touchdown anyway. To play overtime, they don't have to I go 70 yards because they would have overtime. I would have done it. That's really stupid. That's like Against that's Holmes. I would have done it. That's that's like brain dead stupid that they nearly threw that and they got bailed out by one penalty because Joe makes it shouldn't have been short. a penalty. Uh, yeah, and then they nearly that that nearly got Joe Burrow hurt and he was limping off the sideline. Not nearly oh. got him hurt. It got him hurt. Well, okay, we don't know the extent of the injury. There hasn't been anything about it, play. so he shouldn't play this week. Um, but yeah, you nearly get your star franchise quarterback hurt. On a play that you shouldn't have had the offense out there, in my opinion, it's 51 seconds. You have a tie game. Kick the kick the ball. These NFL teams are getting too cute. Like everybody's getting too cute. I, I it's agree. Pissing, it's pissing me. I off. didn't hate it in that spot. Of course, uh, it makes zero sense to me. But anyways, regardless, the Bengals do clutch the AFC North. That was definitely the game of the week, in my mind. So, roll Bengals, the true kings of Ohio. I love the Bengals. Yeah, that was a big win for the Bengals. That was certainly the game of the week. But the other game that I want to highlight from that one o'clock slate, I mentioned it earlier, the Raiders pulled off a big time win in Indy. I thought that was a really impressive road win to give them their third straight win against three decent opponents. I know the Browns were dealing with some COVID issues when they played them, but to go in and win that game on the road on a weird week was certainly a nice game for them. And to win against a divisional opponent in Denver as well, that's a big win. Now to go out and beat the Colts, that's three straight, and they've put themselves in a situation where they're one win away from making the playoffs despite all the crazy things they've dealt with this season, losing the number one wide receiver in Henry Ruggs, losing their head coach in John Gruden, and still having the stability at quarterback and Derek Carr to right the ship and keep them together and put them in a position where they're one game away from the playoffs. I'm very impressed with what I've seen from the Raiders. Yeah, uh, big win. I don't think Carson Wentz was feeling 100% for this game after his COVID no. issues, um, and it showed, um, which I could I could spark a very spicy debate around all of that, uh, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I but, will say the streak has been broken coming into this game. Jonathan Taylor had nine 100-yard rushing games, and the Colts were 9-0 and in that game, 0-6 in the other six games. He had 108 yards in this game, and they lost, so that did yeah. break the streak. Yeah, that but, uh, Jonathan Taylor did not want a fantasy championship this year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. wild. Well, Josh, yeah, Josh, we uh, had oh a my very, God. we had a very this crazy nuts. Yeah, we had a very crazy uh, end to our fantasy league. Um, Nick Chubb couldn't pull through. Yeah, the number one seed oh. got knocked off by the number seven seed, who took wow. out the two, three, and one. 
on the road to it. And he, he, the guy, he was only up 10 points and the guy had Nick Chubb against the Steelers on Monday night. Everyone thought he was going to lose because it's well, Nick Chubb. He was up like 20 with just Jefferson and, Nick and Chubb. Chubb. Yeah. And, and one and one by two. I could not imagine the amount of people whose fantasy matchups were impacted by that meaningless Najee Harris touchdown at the end of that game on Monday oh, yeah. night. That's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, Funny. so that was crazy. Um, but yeah, Carson Wentz threw the ball 27 times, 16 and 27, 148 yards. Guy wasn't healthy. Um, um, Colts might mess around and miss the playoffs. Oh, wait. No, they no, just no. need to beat the Jags. They just need to beat the Jags, which we'll talk about. The football uh, fans do. are praying that they lose to the Jags and all hell breaks loose. Yeah, it would be very funny. Here's um, the scenario. We'll we'll talk about it when we no, get to that scenario. Let's talk about it right now. If they tie, that is the worst <laughs> thing ever. I don't we'll talk about that at all. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it because like, we have to. Pick They're not going to do that because they have integrity. They yeah, absolutely should do that. No, they should. no, no. Let's talk about it later. Absolutely we'll always talk should. about it later. Dom, give me a game of the week from week seventeen before you have a aneurysm. Yeah, Josh. Oh my God. Uh what is wrong with you? Uh, I mean, I'm a coach of a team. I want to make the playoffs. I mean, how about Cardinals Cowboys? Cardinals loses of three straight, bounce back uh, on the road against a division winner. Uh, very impressive. They are so good on the road, and I don't know how they lost to the Lions. It blows my mind that their one road loss this year is to the second worst team in football. Like, what? Uh, so they finished the year eight and one on the road, uh, praying that the Seahawks beat them. Uh, in week 17 or week 18. 18. Sorry. Yeah. This is new. This is new. New territory. Uh, so, uh, you know, the Cowboys, their offense has been very up and down of late. And now Michael Gallup, he tore his ACL. He's out. I think that definitely opens a things contract up. year, by the a way. A lot of these, teams, tough. a lot of these teams don't have three good corners. And when they had three good wide receivers in CD lamb, Amari Cooper, and Michael Gallup, that offense was extremely dynamic. They don't have that anymore. So uh, I think the Cowboys playoff chances just took a big hit because Dak hasn't been playing great. The offensive line hasn't been playing great. The wide receivers hadn't been playing great. And now Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb have to step up even more. And so does Dalton Schultz at tight end. Uh, I I was high on the Cowboys uh, throughout the season because I think their defensive playmakers are so phenomenal. And their offense has such a high ceiling that they could have won the NFC, but I don't know if they can win it without Michael Gallup now. I love Trayvon Diggs. Leads the league in picks, but also leads the league in blown yards and coverage. Funniest, funny <laughs> stuff. It's hey. hilarious. Feast or famine. Um, yeah, he's either. Yeah, you're right. He's one or the other. Um, yeah, the Cowboys. This game is interesting because the Cardinals had control the entire time and then nearly blew it at the end. I don't know if you guys caught what happened yeah. there with the. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think it was an offsides penalty or, or what was it? Yeah, it was offsides. And then there was a fumble that like didn't get reviewed because the Cowboys had used their challenges. Yeah. And they were, which yeah, they were out of is timeouts the as well. right thing to do, but just like sucks knowing that the Rams might lose the division because that call didn't get overturned. Yeah. So it would have definitely overturned because uh, the ball definitely got fumbled and the Cowboys would have had enough time to go down and I think tie it. Cause they were down three at that point. They're down three. They also yeah. could have won it, but they could have won it. Yeah. Uh, so that happened. Those are a lot of great games. Um, players of the week. Uh, I'm going to 
give it to the future offensive rookie of the year. Jamar Chase caught the ball 10 times, 266, 266, which is now a single game rookie record for receiving yards and a single game passing. Randy Moss, gentlemen, passing Randy Moss. Um, That's pretty darn good. Uh, And three touchdowns. So um, he's um, he's your offensive rookie of the year, Jamar Chase. He's validated my one draft take that I never shut up about if you've listened to this podcast, which is LSU receivers don't miss. Um. So yeah, I have to give get up to the boy Jamar. You know, you know what Burrow said. F it, Jamar's down there somewhere. Works out. He puts them all in pretty good spots to him, though. Yeah, he does. Hundred percent. Dom, how about Devin Singletary? Good pick. Bills running back, twenty three carries, one hundred ten yards. It's just below five yards per carry and two touchdowns. Also, shout out Kyle Pitts, second ever tight end to have a 1,000-yard season in his rookie year, only behind Mike Ditka. When it's he just got hurt him. in that game, too. It made a big difference. Yeah. Uh, it's just him and Mike Ditka. It's pretty elite company, whether you're a player or a coach. So shout out to both those guys. Back to Singletary, though. I will say that really was the best game of his career and very, very encouraging for the Bills heading into the playoffs to see that they're going to be able to get something like that from Singletary. Anyway, you took my player of the week, and I'll find another one here. I'll talk I'll, about I one can of the best players. In, uh, I got another one. Don't worry. One of the best players in the National Football League. I'll go with Devontae Adams. The connection that he has with Aaron Rodgers, to me, the past year or two is second to none I've ever seen in the National Football League. Like The connection that these guys have had is truly incredible, the way that they're able to just beat anyone who's in front of them, and it's really Unbelievable to watch. Yeah, that's a good. Can we pick. also can I also give a shout out to San Diego State legend Rashad yes, Penny. That's that's what I was nice. gonna, I was gonna say. Shout out twenty five carries for Rashad Penny. How how on earth is he getting twenty five carries in a game now at this point? Because he's, had, awesome. he's put together two games. Oh no, before, he's good. Yeah. He's good. But I just I never with how his career has been, I never would have thought he'd get twenty five carries in a game. One hundred seventy yards and two tutties. Yep. Go last not shut up and it's hilarious um he's a free agent and he just rushed for he's 500 yards in five games i remember um, i was i was right there guys <clears throat> on my toilet when he got drafted nice nice uh yeah someone's I gonna really overpay for to him. know that uh and someone's I gonna overpay the- for a very injury prone and near overweight running back that, that had a great five last games of his year uh, hey he's uh his body's not that taxed, was never the primary guy until his senior year at San Diego State, and has never been the primary guy for the Seahawks. So, uh, very th- funny those, ways to get hurt. Those legs are fresh. Yeah, we'll see if the stuff around him get hold of him up. But, anyways, uh, yeah, so that's week 17. And with that, um, we have a lot of fun playoff scenarios. Uh, we'll break down how we think the playoffs are going to end up. We're going to do this thing where we're going to pick the games for week 18 and then give you, a, your, give you guys our playoff picture as we go. Because obviously our playoff predictions are now hinged on the week that we're picking games for. So the worlds kind of collide here. Um, yeah, so we'll go with that. But first, I'll update the standings here that I accidentally took the sheet away from. Uh, I blame our production intern uh, <laughs> for this one. Um, but basically, uh, it's it's neck and neck going into week 18. Josh is up one over me now. 
151, Josh, me 150. And Dom is seven away from Josh now instead of eight and six away from me. So Dom needs a, a seven behind me. Yes. Wow. Um, so we'll go into week 18 here, the home stretch. Uh, it's seeming that we can't have a repeat. Um, uh, so we can go into the slate. Um, we'll start with the Saturday games because we're back with Saturday games. No Thursday night or Monday night football. Um, FYI. So we'll go in. First game is going to be 11-5 Chiefs at 7-9 Broncos. Broncos officially eliminated with their loss to the Chargers last week in SoFi. Pretty dysfunctional franchise. They might be able to rescue themselves by signing Aaron Rodgers in the offseason. Um, 11-5 Chiefs. Chiefs obviously coming off of that loss in Ohio. I think we're all simply going to have the Chiefs win here and finish at 12-5. and five. Um, so if we want to play a little sneak peek game, uh, Jim, we're all going with chiefs 12 and five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me, we are. I'm praying that they lose this game because that's in my opinion, the best scenario for the bills, but I don't see it happening. Yeah. Um, Broncos probably not going to win this game. I mean, they can play spoiler. We'll see though. Uh, chiefs are certainly gonna be trying after losing last week for me. Fox that puts, certainly is something to play for. Yeah. For me, that puts the Chiefs at the second seat for me in the in the AFC playoff picture. So Same. Yes. All right. So everybody has Chiefs with the two. We'll keep on yep. rolling because uh, that gives away one of them. So keep that in mind. Chiefs at the two. Next, we'll have uh, one of the a top five rivalry in sports. Actually, screw it. Top three rivalry in, in football. Um, Cowboys-Eagles. Uh, not going to be. Don't make that face. It is. It is top three. Um, you say in the sport or in sports? No, no, in football, NFL, National Football League. It's probably three. I would put it one, but I'm biased. It's not one. It's one for me. Well, it's not number one, one has sucked for number yeah. one is Bears Packers, right? But it's sucked for me. Play. It's Dallas Eagles. But I'm biased. Um, anyways, regardless, this game is a little interesting. Um, the Cowboys can still play for some seeding things, so I believe they will be full going out there, but the Eagles a just put 12 people on the COVID list yesterday, uh, which includes guys like Fletcher Cox um, and also already clinched a playoff berth. They really, they can change their seating. Um, I believe if they win this game, they can go from uh, that could be anywhere two to four. No, not two. when Dallas can, I'm talking about the Eagles. Oh, here, let me read the scenarios for the Eagles. Philly gets the sixth seed with a win and a San Francisco loss or with a San Francisco loss and a New Orleans win. Or they could get the seventh seed by a San Francisco win, a loss, or a loss and a New Orleans loss. Lost tie and San Francisco tie and then Philly lost, New Orleans loss. Okay, so I think both teams will try for those reasons, personally. Um, but I still see the Cowboys winning um, because the Eagles have a lot of COVID issues. This game will be close, though. It's a divisional battle. I will give it to the Eagles. Or sorry, the I personally Cowboys. don't think Philly should try. That's my honest opinion, because I think, first of all, the difference between the sixth and seventh seed really isn't much of a difference. I wouldn't worry about that. I would try to get my guys healthy. And I also 
wouldn't want to show Dallas anything because I think it's very realistic that they could be playing them next week. It could happen. But you're picking the Cowboys to win. Yes, I am picking the Cowboys to win the game. Dahmer, I know you've been very hot on picking my Eagles to win games when they weren't really supposed to. Are you sharing that sentiment today? Or are you going? No, I'm going to take the Cowboys just because, like you mentioned, the COVID issues within the Eagles, that's concerning. I don't know what I'm getting out of them. I'm pretty sure I know what I'm getting out of Dallas, which we really don't know what we're getting out of Dallas either, if we're being completely honest. But I do think Dallas wins. I think they also try and have that ego of trying to sweep the Phillies, the Phillies, the Eagles. Nice try, Dom. Um, All right. For me, though, because this matchup includes the Phillies. Yeah, it's a bit easier Um, because this matchup involves two playoff teams. Uh, I have the Cowboys winning and I have them at the four. Myself as well. I I have have, the three. Okay. And then I have the Eagles at the six. Eagles seven. seven. Okay. Yeah. That alludes to a little bit of our later picks. Um, We'll keep moving along though, because we'll get to those teams later. We get to the Sunday slate and we have the 13 and three Packers at the two 13 and one lions. Now the Packers have officially clinched the top seed tiebreakers. Everything's on their side. So you would think they rest starters. Aaron Rodgers has come out and said that he wants to play against the lions because he's Aaron Rodgers and he wants to beat up on the Lions one more time, potentially in a Packers uniform. Um, but honestly, I still think the Packers win regardless, to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, I guess the Lions come, could win at home, but I'm just going to play safe and pick the Packers. I agree. I'll do the same. I'll take the Packers. I really hope Rodgers doesn't play. I think there's no reason for him to play. I think it's important for him to sit this week out and obviously next week as well, rest up that toe and make sure he's as healthy as he can be heading into the playoffs because Obviously, their success is completely reliant on Aaron Rodgers, considering that he is the back-to-back most valuable player of the National Football League. And I think it's important to sit him for this week, get the toe healthy, and make sure he's perfect. And I hope that they'll do that. I'm not sure that they will, but I think either way, they're going to win this game. Dahmer? No, I'm going to take the Lions. I think that this team is still trying to prove its identity in this league, continuing to play hard like they have in just about every single game. I think they do that one last time against Green Bay, and I think they get the job done. Fair, honestly. Um, But yeah, for the playoff picture, obviously, as I alluded to, we all have the Packers at one. We can't even change that. They are your number one seed in SC. So we'll keep moving along here. We get to another team, a playoff team, um, potentially nine and seven Colts at the two and 14 Jaguars. Fun fact. The Colts have not won a game in Jacksonville since 2014. That doesn't matter. Really? Yeah. They have wow. That is because I remember they lost their week one last year. Yes. They have but. not won in Jacksonville since 2014. Um, I, I will give them that win. Uh, I think we all have the Colts winning this one. I do. Um, which will I'm going to take the Colts as well. I am going to use my hot take on this game though. I'm going to go Jonathan Taylor going over 200 all-purpose yards, rushing and receiving. I think he'll have a big day, and I think he'll put his stamp on Offensive Player of the Year in this game. I mean, I accept that hot take, obviously. Yeah, I'm Um, just trying to process that. He did have a big game against them last year in Week 17. Uh, To me, my biggest concern with this is them going up 
24 to nothing at halftime and then just resting in for the second half. Could happen. Um, it could, we'll see. but if I lose that way, I lose that way. I'm still going to take the chance. Jonathan Taylor is going to have over 200 all-purpose yards. All right. There you go. Um, that does, uh, with a, with that Colts win, that does slot in the Colts into my playoff picture. Um, they would be my sixth seed in the AFC. Same. I have the Colts as the seventh seed. All right. So Josh, a little bit different. He'll Which, obviously get to explain uh, that later. As I said earlier, I have Kansas City as the two seed. Oh, boy. So like I said like earlier, the Colts, I think, have the best chance to knock off Kansas City in the playoffs. And that would certainly be an interesting wild card matchup for Chiefs. Certainly be interesting. Don't agree that they would be the best team to knock off the Chiefs anymore, considering. Oh, I, I still believe that. I don't. Absolutely. Is what I'm saying. Um, we'll move on, though. Uh, all picking the Colts there. Uh, we have the NFC East Garbage Bowl. No playoff teams here. Um, this is just Leo's victory lap about knowing his own division. Uh, if you forget, if you forgot, and also I need a globe because we didn't record last week, so I'm just going to wrap all this in a nice little bow. If you don't remember, we did division record predictions, and one of the hot button topics was the fact that I uh, countered these two on the idea that the Washington football team would win their division uh, because I tried to tell them, I tried, that nobody repeats in the NFC East. Obviously, I'm right considering the six and ten Washington football team are now going to be taking on the two and fourteen Giants. Um, but another bet that I did was the fact that I told our four and twelve, sorry, four and twelve Giants. Uh, I told Josh that the football team would not take a game off of the Cowboys, and at the end of week sixteen, they gave up fifty six points and lost fifty six to fourteen. They let Colt McCoy. They let uh, not Colt McCoy. Um, Cooper Rush come in and throw a tutty. It was that bad. And Josh lost the bet. So this is my victory lap. Yeah, about the NFC I lost the bet in the first game. Yeah, it was that just was the game. The they victory lap. At home. Yeah. So um, everything goes according to plan. I will be slightly off about the NFC East, but out of everybody here, I am the closest because these two didn't have the Eagles. Neither of them had the Eagles winning more than six games. And both of them had the football team at the top of the division. So victory lap for Leo. Woo. Nice. Thanks. Uh, football team's winning this game, though, uh, in uh, in Jersey. I have the Giants winning, actually. I have Washington as well. What is wrong with you, Dom? I don't know. This game doesn't have any implications. So, like, we're Jake still trotting out. not know the yeah. offense whatsoever. <laughs> he was the Bills' fourth-string quarterback a month ago. Yeah, Mike Glennon had, like, a 18 QBR against the Bears. They're not playing the Bears. They're playing the football team. Yes, but okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, you can take the Giants, Dom. I mean, so it's fine. Playing at home. All right. <laughs> He's trying to get back in the lead, I guess, uh, or get back in the race. Um, but yeah. So can I interrupt with something? Um, looking up at the TV right now, Sports Center is on, and they're talking about the developing story with Hertz. Leo, I just wanted your opinion oh. about what happened on Sunday with that fence falling down on Jalen. Just what were your thoughts on that? I just thought it was... Uh, at first, I thought it was funny. Uh, just Eagles fans being wild. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles fans own that shitty... Oh, crap. Philadelphia Eagles fans own that crappy FedEx field uh, <laughs> up there, and um, they fell over the railing. 
and it almost hit Jalen. Obviously, the elusive quarterback he is, he always is, you know, ready to hit a juke. Uh, he didn't get hit. Um, helped the fans up, took pictures with them. What was funny, though, is that Jalen Hurts released a statement. <laughs> he wrote a letter to, to the football team asking what they're going to do about their stadium not uh, breaking because he, does, he doesn't like that fans are in, da- in harm's way or players. I just think that's the, the funniest. Uh, he, it would have been funny should, if he said like... He was pretty darn close to a serious injury that could have happened if one of those guys lands on his ankles and they roll him over when he's not expecting it. He could have missed playoff games because of Washington Stadium breaking a freaking fence. The yeah, funny I mean, thing right. you would have said is you you are putting Eagles and other fans at risk. Yeah. That would have been the funny thing. To say like you're not you're not putting your fans that don't exist at risk or that don't want to support your team because you are owned by a piece of garbage in Dan Snyder. Yep, it was that would have been funny. funny though. It, it was still funny. The whole thing. It was, was yes. You're right. Um, just an incredible situation, and not even the craziest situation that happened on Sunday. That nope. that's how you really know it was a crazy Sunday in the NFL. <laughs> When, yeah. when are we going to talk about that? When we get to the the, the box, we'll we'll have a discussion oh, about you, that. You have to oh, yeah. listen, man. They, yeah, they, he, he, everyone in their mother knows who, what Josh was referencing. All right, let's be real. Um, we'll move on though to the six. Another no, no playoff team matchup here. Uh, six and ten Bears at the seven and nine Vikings. Um, Vikings eliminated from playoff contention when they lost the Packers on Sunday Night Football. Uh, and the Bears have been out of it for a while. Um, Bears, though, have... I think they've scrapped together three straight wins to end the season. It might just be two, two actually. Two. Um, Can I interrupt? It's going to be three. I agree. Okay. okay. Um, I guess, can Kirk clear protocols in time for this game? Yeah, because yeah. they changed the rule from 10 to 5. Oh, okay. Then I'll take the Vikings. I just think they're going to win this game and Matt Nagy's going to have an argument to keep his job. And it's be awesome. I, I really, really hope that they don't listen to that argument because it's a stupid argument and he's a terrible head coach and should have been fired months ago, but ending the year with three straight wins like this and Nagy's going to have something to say. It's just going to be sad and praying that they still fire him. It's funny watching Mike Zimmer not be the worst coach in a matchup. Mike Zimmer is a, a good coach no. who is going to get fired from Minnesota because of a series of unfortunate events. And I really hope that he gets a new head coaching job in the NFL very soon. I think he's the definition of an average NFL head coach. I think he is better than a good amount of options available on the head coaching market. He is a better head coach than multiple people who will be hired to be head coaches in this head coaching cycle. Probably. Yes and no, because I think it's worth it to take risks on younger guys who have different ideas that might not be considered In better than certain him. situations. That's the, yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. I think well, that's a lot of who we're going to be hired over him, though are going to be guys like certain, that. No, I'm talking about the situations of the franchise. I think when you look at a team like I'll just throw a team out there, the Broncos, who might be firing Vic Fangio. If they want to look for a guy, I think Zimmer would be a really good option there, especially if they're going to look at the veteran quarterback market and try to win now with a good defense and some of these weapons they already have in place. I think Zimmer would be a great option there. I would agree with that, but that's highly situational because the Broncos are going to be one of those teams. I, I only, I'd only agree to that if they get uh, a Rodgers or a Wilson. Um, 
But yeah, so I'll pick the Vikings for some reason. I don't know what Dom's laughing at. I'm laughing at the fact that uh, Rampant Raw Doggery is currently trending on Twitter. Cute. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, Dom. Uh, That's hilarious. God, Dom. Okay. Um, (laughs) Move on to our next matchup. What does that have to do with the NBA? Uh, Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson. Yeah. What? It's Tristan Thompson, man. I'm going to read the article afterwards. Uh, I'm good. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Anyways, Titans at Texans. Eleven and five Titans. If they win this game, they clinch the top seed in the AFC, which just alludes to the fact that the AFC is just so wide open, in my opinion, this year. Um, and the Titans could really use it because they want to get Derrick Henry as healthy as possible for a playoff push. Because when they had Derrick Henry, they were rolling. Um, I will give the Titans the win here. I'd hope we all have the Titans winning this game. They still were able to rush for two hundred yards against the Dolphins in a convincing win, despite not having Derrick Henry. So that was a good thing to see. Well, they do have. The all or the single season rushing record holder in Texas football history, Donta Foreman, as their running back. Thanks. Running Tom. backs don't matter. Okay. Yes, they do when it's Derek Henry versus Deonta Foreman. You clearly well, have if they not get the, the Colts. They're gonna get the they might get the one seed. Yes, but what what was the record before Henry went down? Because everyone in the NFC has been handing the one seed to Tennessee all season. I mean, if they go 12 and five, that's a good record. 12 and five is good. Uh, so we're all that's punching them at 12 and five, record. right? Yes, we have them beating the Texans. Although I think it's going to be a close game. I mean, Texans have, they haven't played great this past week, but beat the Chargers at home. I have a question. Even with the extra game this year, which makes it even worse, <laughs> who was the last team to get the one seed in either conference with 12 or less wins? I don't know, but I bet it's more recent than you think. Yeah, I think I There's think you're no way it was in the last four years. I mean, the only years that I know is the year the Eagles got it in the NFC, they were 13 and three. So I would have to go back and look at that. Yeah. I'll um, take the Titans as well, though. They're going to win this game. I mean, the Texans, but I don't think of them as a typical one seed team to beat. Yeah. So with that, we all have the. Titans is our number one seed in the AFC. So now you understand both of our number one seeds. Packers and Titans will be having bye weeks in the postseason. We're going to split the seed. All right, we'll and move if Josh on. Josh Allen did not slip on the three-yard line, the Bills would have the one seed. If they beat the Jets. And if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. Thanks. So, yeah, that's, that's why I say every time someone brings up some stupid if question. Uh, so uh, it's not a question. It's a or, fact. <laughs> well, it's not a fact. First if of all, that happened, this would happen. Yeah, but it's not a fact. You're speaking in hypothetical. It can't be a fact. No, if it's, it's a, hypothetical. a fact. If this hypothetical took place, this would happen. Also, if that had happened, you Whatever. don't know the amount of possible outcomes that could have happened for the other games. Cause that happened a decent amount of time ago. So, you know, you don't, it's not a fact. <laughs> You're living in a hypothetical. Okay. Uh, regardless, we'll move on to another AFC North battle. Uh, eight and seven Steelers, uh, eight, seven and one Steelers, excuse me. Uh, big man's potential last game in a Pittsburgh uniform if they don't make the playoffs. They're still alive. They need a lot of help, though, and a win is certainly part of it. And the Ravens on the other side, eight and eight after their loss to the Rams. Also, um, 
need to win here and some help. I don't know the exact breakdowns for either of these two teams. They all need the Colts to lose, which we all said will not happen. Yeah, so basically this isn't a playoff matchup in our eyes. I will still take the Ravens to win at home and hand Big Ben an L on his way out of the league. Is Lamar playing? We don't know. We don't know. I honestly still think the Ravens can win without him. I think the Steelers will win either way. I just think they're going to be playing hard for Ben to have him go out on a high note. I also think they're going to be playing hard so that TJ Watt can get that sack record as well. He needs one and a half sacks to set the single season record. I, I think they just have more to play for than the Ravens, and I'm going to go with the Steelers here. Thank you for the free win. No, I'm taking the Steelers as well. Thank you for the free win. This team nearly beat the Rams. Another rivalry that's better than Eagles and Cowboys, by the way. Nope. I think it's two. Nope. Which means it's better. It's three. Sure. Bias takes from Leo. Yeah, I mean, there's not there's not really like anything I can say that's like Yeah, I know. Um it's just an opinion. That's true. All right. Supported with facts. We'll move on to the other AFC North battle. You've got the 10 and six Bengals at the seven and nine Browns. The Browns officially eliminated from playoff contention before last week. I think the Saturday games or the Sunday slate eliminated them um, already. Uh, but the Bengals, I believe they technically have seeding to play for. Seed. Yeah, they can still get the one seed if the Titans lose and they win. So the Titans will they would try. also need Kansas City to lose. Don't they have the don't they have the tiebreaker over Kansas City? No, but it would be a three-way tiebreaker with the Bills in New England. So their scenarios are win Tennessee losing, Kansas City losing, and then either the Bills winning to make it the three-team tiebreaker, which they would automatically win, or New England losing, which would make it the three-team tiebreaker, which they would win if the Bills win, or the loss would mean it could be a two-team tiebreaker with Kansas City, which would give them the head-to-head tiebreaker. That was a lot of words you just threw at me. Regardless, what I'm going to take away from that is the Bengals will be trying this game, and I have them winning. Uh, I just wanted to take this moment to say, Baker, bad football. Bye-bye from Brownies after 2023. Thank you. Um, Baker, bad at football. I don't care that he's hurt. He's also bad, Uh, but he's obviously hurt. He is very, very obviously hurt. I just also want to take the matter of the fact that you two stood here telling me that this team was going to be an AFC championship, and now they're going to miss the playoffs. So they've go been ahead and ramp the most, up the excuses. They've been one of the most injured teams in football. It happens. Ramp them up. Yep. Uh, it's also worth mentioning that they lost their number one wide receiver because he's a diva. But no, he he left because the he liked the quarterback diva. situation. The quarterback then- is a diva. I think it has, it, that it's part part of both, and he's in a better situation now. Vamos. Yep. Browns L. Browns L. Baker bad. Fun times. I, I really hope they give him next year. He deserves next year. They don't give him next year. They're paying him. Um, it's not a guarantee that they give him next year. Nothing's a guarantee. They'd be throwing twenty million dollars away, and for the Browns, unless I think, they find someone to take him. That is true. I guess they could throw them in the trade to either Seattle or Houston. Was Aaron Rodgers is a free agent, right? 
Yes. I believe so. He restructured his deal. So he'll be afraid to. Um, yeah, but you guys are all taking the Bengals, correct? Correct. Like I can. Yeah. Baker's also not starting, which is worth pointing out. But I am going to take the Bengals. I don't really know if they should try here because, I mean, they're going to know going into this game that Kansas City's won and they have no chance it's a one seed. So I don't know how that would play out Sunday morning if they – No, I mean, Kansas City is playing on Saturday. So they'll know if Kansas City wins on Saturday going into Sunday that they have no chance of getting the one seed. Got it. Which, to me, makes them have to make a decision Sunday morning. I don't know what that decision would be. So that's going to be something interesting to monitor. I am going to pick the Bengals either way. Yeah. So I have the Bengals. uh, I have the Bengals winning here. um, And they will be my three seed in the playoffs. I had the Bengals as the wait, three. Loads, three seed. Yep. NFC North champ, AFC North champions. Congratulations, Bengals. You're gonna be really fun. Did to not watch see that season. one coming. Nobody did. Um, we'll keep we'll keep on moving here. Uh, we have the NFC West battle, doubly named the Niners' domination of the Rams, um, which we've seen for a very long time. The Dom does not like Niners are. Niners are playing for their playoff lives and the Rams are playing for seeding and for the division. Uh, so this game will be both teams going full off, full out on each other. And so far, nine, seven, 49 ers 12 and four Rams. I have the Rams winning here to go to 13 and four. We know how I feel about the Rams this year. I think they can break their curse against the Niners who I have them lower on um, and who also are still back and forth in a quarterback situation. Trey Lance also did not look that great against the Texans. He won't have any more fun of a time against the Rams defense in SoFi. So even if they have to start Trey Lance, I think the Rams win this game. Trey Lance did look good in the second half. He was a little bit rocky in the first half, but at halftime he got his legs under him a little bit and felt a lot more comfortable at the end of that game. I'm going to go with San Francisco in this game. I just haven't seen consistency from Stafford recently, if I'm going to be honest with you guys. I mean, he's made a lot of mistakes the past couple of weeks. He's got, what, 13 interceptions in like four games or something crazy like that. It's been a tough couple of weeks for him. I don't know how much I trust him right now. And I think this Niners team has a lot to play for. We know that Kyle Shanahan can beat this Rams team pretty easily. And I think he's going to be able to do it with a lot on the line. Pretty easily. He's done it pretty easily throughout his career. All right, man. You die What's on your record against You're Rams? laughing. You're laughing, but I'm the, joining uh, him. You, Dom, are you Good serious? What's I think they're going to win. In his career? Oh, my God. Uh, Shanahan? Yeah. Five and two. There you go. Leo's making it audible because of this. Give me a second here. What is this line? They're plus five and a half, I believe. The Rams are winning by double digits. I'll, I'll give them that because it's not going to happen. Sure. The Rams are winning by double digits. That's my hot take. You guys are crazy for this. No. <sighs> I don't think we're crazy for it at all. No, really Garoppolo don't. has a thumb issue. That's his main injury. They don't even oh, he's, he's not playing. Play. That's fine. He's not going to play. Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Shaky he's against the third overall it. pick for a reason. He looks shaky against the Texans. I don't care if Josh wants to pretend that he is Trey Lance and say he was comfortable or whatever. Um, I don't Watch like how he looked against he the was Texans. Comfortable in the second half. He looked oh, yeah, good. for sure. For sure. For sure. Um, Matthew Stafford is going to play like an NFC West division winner and win this football game. And the defense is going to terrorize Trey Lance. 
I, I don't know why this is yeah, so hard. West division winner. This is 49ers had the recipe to absolutely destroy the Rams and they're going to take it. Cause that's what Shanahan's done. Listen, Dom, you'll be happy when you're wrong on Sunday. I'll be happy when the Cardinals also beat. I'm sorry. When the Cardinals lose to the Seahawks, and the Rams still win the division. That's what I'll that be happy. Won't happen either. Um, but regardless, so I guess we're going to have different playoff look out, outlooks with this. Um, I have the Rams as the two seed going 13 and four and winning the NFC West. So I have the Rams as the five seed. I have the Rams as the four seed, which I want to add with the Rams at the five seed confirms what I've been saying all year. I said earlier that Dallas has the four seed confirms what I've been saying all year that Dallas is going to get that four seed get stuck in an unfavorable matchup against the NFC West loser, which I have as the Rams and losing the wild card. You still call them overrated all year and they went 12 and five. So they're a little overrated. They went 12 and five in a division that I don't think is all that great. It has a playoff team in it. Barely a playoff team. Okay. (laughs) It's fine. Uh, We'll move on, I guess. Uh, five and eleven Panthers at the twelve and four Buccaneers. But first, we will obviously be talking about uh, Antonio Yay. Brown's meltdown. Um, uh, it's super you, gremlin, super gremlin. Yeah, Antonio in case, Brown. In case you missed it, uh, in the middle, and when I say in the middle of the game, I literally mean the Bucks had the ball and were moving in the third quarter. Um, Antonio Brown took off his pads. His undershirt, his gloves, chucked most of it into the stands, and then shirtlessly walked out, cheering the crowd on from the opposing t- uh, end zone that his team was not, uh, not pushing on, and left the arena, and then Ubered out, um, and posted on Twitter, Super Gremlin, and dropped dropped a song, which I haven't listened to. I'm assuming it's, it's, it's low key fire, low key. No, low key. it's not. I no. will refuse to believe that. <laughs> I will never listen to that in my life. It was low key not that bad when I listened to it. So Please Bruce Arians stop. said that uh, he's not a part of the Bucks anymore. He wasn't cut. He was on the waiver wire. Um, but we'll he, see he will be develops. part of the reasoning is because they're waiting for the NFL to figure out how they want to handle the situation because it's just unlike any situation that's ever happened in the National Football League's history. <laughs> yeah, honestly, AB is the King Diva word of the National Football League. There's nobody that compares to him. Um, honestly, yep. something is... I, I hope he gets the help he needs because I, I don't. I can't understand the man. And He needs he was help. On, he was on pace to being a top five wide receiver of all time before all this stuff started back in Pittsburgh. Uh, so... <sighs> So it's unfortunate. Uh, if you guys do notice, I will say this. People like to talk about the, this is a CTE thing. Uh, if you go back and look up his original draft profile, the weaknesses listed were that Brown has attention issues um, and he has he lapses in judgment. Uh, and so they alluded to the fact that he no, was a diva. Pe- people he, just like to say that he already has CTE because the hit that he took in, I want to say, 2015 from Vontez Perfect in that playoff game might be the most violent hit I've ever seen in my life watching football. I, do, I disagree. But also, regardless it, of if, if what you... knocked out. The, uh, the Sean Taylor hit on the punter in the Pro Bowl is always going to be number one. I also think Ronnie McLeod taking Emmanuel Sanders out on the sideline was worse. I also always think of Jadevian Clowney in the Outback Bowl. 
There's also that, but Raz, that's not the point of the conversation. First of all, anybody you hear says he got CTE from one hit from Fontes perfect. Doesn't know what they're talking about. CTE's literal Correct. description is multiple repeated head hits. You can't get CTE from one hit. Um, yeah, no, he's, but my point is he's always been this way. Uh, and he was in central Michigan too. It's just, he's yeah. He has some sort of mental illness. I assume I hope he gets the help he needs, but my God, was that just crazy? Yeah. Shout out to the Chippewas. That was, it was really unlike any situation I've ever seen in my life, though. I think we can all assume he's never going to play in the NFL again. We've said this like I've said that, that three times before, though, which is hilarious. So who even knows? I, I I really hope he never plays in the NFL again after this one. I mean, enough, we all already everyone thought thought everyone, we all thought that after the Raiders thing. Right. Like I thought enough, he was enough play. is enough already. Um, uh, What was I about to say? I missed a joke opportunity. Uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, they just, oh, it was hilarious watching Scott Hanson try to describe the situation on red zone. It was so funny. Oh, I couldn't even imagine. It was hilarious uh, to hear that. Regardless, uh, we'll get back to the game here, though. Panthers obviously way eliminated. The Bucks are playing to hold on to uh, for seeding. I mean, they could potentially get the two, I believe. Yes. So I'll have the Bucks win here, obviously. We're all putting the bucks down here, but it'll be interesting. We should all, we might all have them in different playoff spots. So, yeah, I picked the bucks as well, and I have the bucks getting the two seed. I do the as bucks well. Get the two seed with a win, assuming the Rams lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have the bucks at the three because you have the Rams winning. Because I have the Rams winning. Yes. The Rams get the two seed with a win, nothing else matters. So, Yep, that's why I said they're my two earlier. Uh, we'll move on to the other NFC West battle that Dom is going to pick incorrectly. Uh, six and ten Seahawks off of their shellacking of the Lions. Um, yeah, keep flapping your wings for this team, ah. Cardinals. Cardinals. Take Arizona a pure Cardinals. bias pick and take the Seahawks. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, I'm These teams the split. They always split. This is another one of those. They always split. I, I don't believe in that rule. Uh, it has to be verified. So if, they, if the Seahawks win this week, I'll officially crown it a part of the... Josh has the Saints, Falcons won. That's Josh's split crown. This will be your split crown if they win this game. So go ahead. You can take the Seahawks. Uh, I'm taking the Cardinals because they also have seeing to play for and stuff. So I'll take the, the better bird. I'm also going to take the Cardinals. Obviously, have a lot to play for and... Who knows what's going on in Seattle? It seems like things are falling apart there. It kind of was a nice, I guess we'll call it send-off last week for Russell Wilson. We don't know how that situation is going to be. I don't think him and Pete Carroll are both going to be in Seattle next year. One of them maybe, but two I think is pretty unrealistic. And nice to see them kind of get sent off with a 50-burger there. And I do think they're going to lose this one on the road to Arizona, though. It's time for them to fold it in. All right, Dom, hit us with your hot take. Nope. Oh, are we jumping into the next one? What are you talking about? What? I thought your hot take was Seattle was going to win. No, 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 absolutely not. I'm going to have a big buildup to my hot take. Come on. Okay, but yeah, we, pick, we know what picking, his hot take is already. Are you picking but yes, Seattle? I, I'm picking Seattle. Yes. They've split the last three years. They'll do it again. Oh, What's right. I know what your hot take is. I don't know. Uh, spread here, six and a half. That's it? I like that with Arizona. All right, we'll keep moving on though. AFC uh, East battle here. Uh, this is this is a historic split 
matchup as well uh, because the Patriots can't win in Miami, apparently. Uh, Ten and six Patriots at eight and eight Dolphins. Uh, Patriots, obviously, Josh kind of alluded to earlier, have some seeding things to play for as well, but they are punched into a postseason spot. Um, they can obviously play. They could technically win the division still, right? If the Bills lose. Yeah, New England wins the division if they win and the Bills lose to the Jets or tie. Yeah. Uh, so they'll be playing. I'll have the Patriots win here just because I want to will this draft pick higher up on the Eagles board. But the 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 Dolphins could win. They looked very. They did not look very good against Titans though. And I feel like the Patriots defense will play well in this Miami team. So I will take the Pats. I took the Patriots as well, but I wouldn't be surprised if Miami wins this game at all. I think they really felt confident heading into that Tennessee game and just fell flat against a better team. But ending this season with a win against New England and kind of hurting them as they get into the playoffs and ending the season on a high note against a divisional opponent, not just a divisional opponent, but New England England Patriots, I think is certainly ending the season on a high note for a team that started one and seven. So I am going to go with the Patriots here, but I do think Miami does have a lot to play for in this game. And I wouldn't be surprised if they win it at all. Fair. Dom, are you going to, I'm going to take the Dolphins. Listen, the King of Splits. I don't hate it at all. The Dolphins have won every single game that they have played a quarterback who has the letter O in his last name. That is true. Mac Jones. I'm sorry. Did me and Dom roll reverse today? What the heck's going on? That sounds like that is true, though. I did see that. It, it, it is true. And I think this defense is going to get after Mac Jones like they have. Uh, I, I think they do enough to win this game. Leo, I want your opinion on this, though, because you were kind of with me on the thought of New England winning, but not scared of, a little scared of Miami. You're taking the touchdown with Miami, right? Yeah, this will be close. I, I will. Yeah. Um, we'll move on. Uh, I already know. I, I already know what the pick for this one is. Uh, eight and eight Saints at seven and nine Falcons. Uh, Saints technically could still make the postseason with a win, I believe. They only need a win now. They need a win and a 49ers loss. Oh, okay. But obviously, they'll still be playing for it. Uh, Niners are playing in the same window as them. Uh, but famously, if you remember, if you're a long time with the same listener, remember I called Josh out on his take that the Falcons and Saints always split. Uh, so you have to take the opposite team when they play for the second time. And then he proved me wrong. So this is officially dubbed a split split bowl. Um, and I will be taking the split because the Falcons won the first matchup. And I think the Saints win to put themselves in a spot for playoffs. I agree with you for all the same reasons. I'm taking the Saints. Same. All right. And uh, for Their me, that put, has been lights out. For me, that puts the Saints in the postseason because I think the Niners lose. So the Saints are my seventh seed. And, and I have the Niners winning. So that leaves the Saints at the eight, just outside of the playoff picture with a great defense and a good start to the year after losing a quarterback to a torn ACL. But I still think a lot to be proud of for the Saints team. We signed Winston and got a good chance next year. Hey, Dob, you also have the Niners as your seven, I assume. Mm-hmm. Or did you already say that? I yeah. have the Niners in my six. Oh, okay. We yeah, have the I Saints the not making it. six as well. I had Philly at seven. All right. Uh, we'll move on here to the. I can't. This is weird. But this, why is this an afternoon game? Okay, whatever. Four and 12. Four and twelve Jets at ten and six Bills. The Bills playing it, for the division. 
it's an afternoon game because they wanted it in the same time slot as a New England game. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah, it feels weird though. Uh, whatever. Uh, this yeah, is what so, they always do for the last week. Yeah, okay. But why didn't they put those games early? I don't know. Because they didn't want to, I guess, move the other division games that were in there to that later slate because they had to take the whole division with it was how they schedule it. And this just to them was the best one to do late because the division title still on the line. Why didn't you Makes know sense. what you know what they should have done? They should have just switched. The they should have had these Jags. games on Saturday. Is what they should have done. Yeah, but they also could have switched the Colts and Jags and Titans at Texans this afternoon, in my opinion. But it's whatever. We don't make the schedule, anyways. Everybody here, I'm taking the Bills, obviously. Uh, Dom, Bills, yeah, Bills, yes. All right, yeah, Josh, taking the Bills. This was last week was the first time that the Bills were able to clinch a playoff berth on their home field, which was nice to do it for four times in five years, but the first time they've been able to do it at home. And anytime anyone was asked about it, they said, we're trying to do the same with the division next week. That's the answer every time. And I thought that was really something to take from that. And I think that they're really motivated to go out and win this game, obviously to win the division back-to-back years is a big achievement considering who's been in the division for the past 20 years. So I think it'll be a big game for them. I think they'll come out ready to play, and I think they're going to jump on the Jets early, and it should be a fun one in Orchard Park. There you go. Um, so, yeah, that win gives the Bills the AFC East crown for me, obviously, and they mm-hmm. are my four. I had the Bills at four as well. Yep. All right. We'll move on to the Sunday night game and the final game of the NFL regular season. And, Dom, I'll let away. you guys incorrectly pick this game first. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to correctly pick this game. I'm going to take the Raiders. The Chargers are going to choke and the Raiders have been playing better ball as of late. I'm really impressed with the way Derek Carr has been. And I just, I feel it with this team. I think I don't like to use the word team of destiny a lot. I don't feel like this really is a team of destiny, but they're more team of destiny like than the Chargers. They're just starting to piece it together at the right time. And that's what it takes in January football. And I think the Raiders are going to be able to win this one as a home dog. I will not buy. I will continue to buy into the hysteria. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Justin Herbert is too good of a quarterback not to make the NFL postseason this year. They will win in Vegas. I'm going to go crazy if they don't. I don't care if I look like the stupid, naive kid that buys into the Chargers every time. I've done it a couple of times this season. I'm going to keep doing it. So I will pick the Chargers to win. I just simply don't think Justin Herbert can miss the postseason. He's too good of a quarterback. So missed it last year. So last year, well, yeah, I didn't think he was as good as he was now last year. Dom, he was a rookie. He was one of the best rookie quarterbacks ever. Anyways, just what is your hot take loser? What does the shirt say guys? What does it say? <laughs> it says respect San Diego. And that is exactly what the Chargers did not do. There's <laughs> time when they're up in LA, where they needed things to go their way on Sunday on this championship Sunday, whatever you want to call it. Final Sunday at the, NFL regular season, and it didn't. This time, it literally doesn't have to go their way. All they have to do is win, and they're in. And every single time, this poverty organization shows up with a chance to do anything. They they falter, they wilter, they do everything to lose. And this defense sucks. They're going to suck on Sunday in Las Vegas. Raider Nation, baby. Stand dude, up, dude. Okay, listen. I even got a sports water Raiders cup at that stadium. The Raiders 
They're going to decimate the Chargers. Hot take it. I don't care. How many points do I need? They win by five points. I don't care. It's going to be awesome. The Chargers are going to embarrass themselves in prime time. It's going to be awesome. I'm full bias in this pick because the Chargers are just (laughs) such a better team than them. But it doesn't matter because we've seen this year after year after year after year after year. Dean Spanos, you are a loser. Your team is going to lose here, and you're going to lose out on some money. Go Raiders. Come on. You got to lay three and a half because they're a three-point dog. Whatever. Cool. That's fine. I don't think the Chargers are that much of a better team. Well, talent-wise, they are by a mile. It's not even close. Not a mile. They have a better line. They have a better receiving core. You guys have the the better quarterback every end of the year too. The Raiders do the same stuff. It's fine, but shut up, Leo. Just (laughs) listen. It's like I throw it out there. I'm picking the Chargers, dude. This crowd in Vegas is going to be electric. Mm -hmm. It's going to be awesome. All right. Uh, I, I want to talk about Ray one thing. Donation. Okay. I want to okay. talk about one thing before we Coming move down on to this game. Dom got a little bit mad at me for saying this earlier, but I want to say it on the air now. If the Colts lose against the Jaguars, oh no, <laughs> this game just needs to be a tie, and both teams make the playoffs. Just kneel on the ball. That'd be the I worst agree. thing ever. I agree. But why wouldn't they do it? Because you don't do that. I don't know what to tell why you. Not? You want to make the playoffs. You want to beat you you want to beat your division rival to make the playoffs. You don't want to freaking both. No, and like these losers. guys, they have they have integrity. Yeah. So they're not gonna do that. They're division opponents. I don't agree. You're it telling me happen. right. You're telling me right now. You're telling me right now. The same situation was with the Bills and the Patriots. You I would want. Would, you if, would want to let New England in the postseason and kneel. If it got us into the postseason as well, absolutely. Why not just go beat them? Because I, it's not a guarantee that we're going to beat them. It's a guarantee that if we tie, we're going to make the playoffs. So you're so you're a chicken. I'd rather beat him when it matters in the postseason. That's such a that's such a terrible mentality. I, I want to say so many expletives to that mentality, but I know. I'm not gonna do it's it. So lame. It's, it's not so happen. lame. Like it's obviously not because because they have it integrity. Should. No, it shouldn't. They don't have integrity. What do you mean they don't have integrity? The Chargers don't. Integrity. Dean Spanos doesn't have integrity. If there are any two owners in the NFL that would do it, it would be uh, Mark Dean Davis Spanos and, and Dean Davis. Spanos. No, it would not be even a question. Dean Spanos and Dan Schneider. Dan and Schneider. Dan, yeah, no, yeah. Those three guys. No. Yes. This is a stupid Mark argument. And Josh, you just proved to me that you don't have any integrity. You have less integrity than Dean Spanos is what you just proved. To it's me. the right thing to do. It absolutely it's not, is. No, it's, it's, it's in fact, not the right thing. No, to do. I would be so enraged thing to do, but in terms of what's best for your football team, it's the right thing to do. I can't, I, I guarantee you that if I went and asked, Every Bills fan, that same scenario I just gave you, they would get mad no, at you. No, it's not even about them. the fans. Go. Well, no, go it with, is partly go, about that. You no, don't want to go no, listen, give your go, division opponent. Go up to LA and go ask the Chargers players, hey, guys, uh, we're going to go out there and we're going to tie. Well, yeah, that's part of it too. But the, like I'm saying, yeah, we're going to the playoffs. That either. 
No, they want to win again in the playoffs. Josh, Josh. We're going to play again next week. No, these guys have trained their entire lives to have this situation win and you're into the playoffs. Nobody. They've trained their entire lives to play in the playoffs. Listen, Josh, I. This is so disappointing. Josh, you played, you played, Josh, you played sports. You know how this feels. Here's the thing. He's you can say I'm wrong about this. He's wrong on that point. It's not they play their entire lives to play in the game to get to the playoffs. It's to be in the playoffs. This gets them in the playoffs. No, he's not. He is right. That's like a football locker room thing. That's like any sports team locker room thing. Like on any level, you don't play. You don't tie games to get into postseasons like that against your division rivals. It's this is dumb conversation we're having because it's not going to happen. There's no way. First off that if the Jaguars beat the Colts, which isn't going to happen. That's the first thing that's not going to happen. There's no way these coaches and these owners and these GMs come to an agreement to do this. No, it won't happen. It, yeah, you're right. It doesn't matter. All right. So with that dumb conversation, if we get to way, overtime, oh you coach God. a little bit differently. Oh my God. That's obvious. Stop throwing gifts out. Okay. That's let's, obvious. But. Let's, before we get to a little special thing we're going to do, let's, paint everybody our playoff pictures because they could have gotten lost in track. So we'll go with the AFC first. I'll start and give you my AFC full picture. So I have the Titans number one seed winning this week. My two seed is the chiefs because they also pick up the win on Saturday. They will be facing the seventh seeded chargers. So chiefs chargers for a third time in arrowhead. That'd be fun. Um, Cause the chargers are going to win against the Raiders in my opinion. You've got your three seed is the Bengals who will win against the Browns and lock up the division crown. Um, and they hold a tiebreaker over the bills who I think will win. I, I'm assuming a strength of schedule or something like that, or in conference wins. Um, they have a tiebreaker over them percent versus conference. Yeah. In conference wins. Uh, so they're the three seed and they'll be hosting the Colts who I think will beat the Jags. So Colts Bengals, a matchup I've rarely remembered any games of in history, uh, which will be interesting. Um, this they game was certainly... last year. I said Colts hold them to single digit points and it just didn't happen. Okay. I, I meant like historically cool matchups of like these two teams. I can't think of any. Um, that'll be an interesting matchup though, Bengals Colts, because the Colts and Bengals have very different game scripts. And I think whoever gets theirs out out up front first would win. Like if the Colts run the ball really well and take a lot of time off the clock, the Bengals are screwed. But if the Bengals start slinging it and go up for it, like 10 uh, and force Carson wants to pass, that will be bad. So that'd be an interesting matchup anyways, moving on. And then finally my four or five matchup is the Buffalo bills hosting the Patriots because the bills have the tiebreaker over the Patriots in the division. Um, and they're both going to win on Sunday in my book. So Pat's, at Bills. So my matchups one more time are two seven is Chargers heading to Chiefs. Three six is Colts heading to Bengals. And five, four, five is Patriots at Bills with the Titans on the bye. I have the Titans getting the bye. I have Kansas City getting the two seed playing Indy as the seventh seed, which I think is a crazy interesting matchup because I still believe that the Colts have the best chance to knock off Kansas City in the AFC. And to have to play that game in the wild card round would be incredible. I have Cincinnati as the three seed playing host to the six seeded Raiders. I think that'll be an interesting matchup, but I would probably lean towards Cincinnati there. 
And then the four or five game, I have the trilogy fight between the Bills and Patriots, which would likely be the Monday night playoff game, I think. And I think that would just be a unbelievable environment, Monday night in Orchard Park. And I cannot wait for it. All right. A little bit different than mine. Dom? Mine's different as well. One seed Titans. I get the bye. Two seed Chiefs like you guys. I have them playing the Patriots. Really fun one. Uh, You get Patrick Mahomes against Bill Belichick. For the first time this year, obviously not the first time in Kansas city though. Right. I would. Yeah. We'll get into our picking the playoff games. Once we have the playoff picture. Um, right. So don't lean too heavy on that. Three seed Bengals hosting the Colts. I would lean Colts pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. Won't lie. Wildcard mm-hmm. weekend. I completely agree. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Four seed Buffalo bills hosting Las Vegas Raiders. Wow. That's my dream scenario. Gotta be. That's my dream scenario to be able to avoid Kansas city until the title game and not have to see the Colts. Well, if the Colts beat the, uh, the Bengals, then all of a sudden the Colts as the low seed would face the Titans and the bills would face the chiefs. Right. So you don't get that. Yeah, sure. But we'll see if that's the case. I'll still take it. Um, all right. We'll move on to the NFC side. Dom, go first. One seed Packers. We already know that's going to happen. Two seed. I do have the Buccaneers uh, 13 or four. They will host the Eagles. I think the Eagles can win that game. Really do. I really think the Eagles could win that game. <laughs> the Bucks, they're a mess. They are. There's no way around it right now. I think right, that's the worst. I'm going to interrupt because I also have that two, seven matchup between Tampa and Philly. And I want to talk about that because we'll get to Philly a little bit later when we get to our state of the unions. I think that Philly's a really intriguing team because they have the best rushing attack in the playoffs, but the way Tampa's run defense is, I just don't see them having a chance in this game. Okay. Now, we'll get into be, all that when we have the playoff matchups is what I want to allude yeah, to. Would be a lot of fun. Uh, three seed, I have the Cowboys hosting the 49ers. I think that would be a really fun game uh, because you have the exciting 49ers and you have the kind of like banged up, like, you know, kind of like getting in there because the rest of the division was not that good. Cowboys, I think that'd be a really good game. Two historic franchises as well. Yeah. A lot of fun playoff matches they could talk about. Four mm-hmm. seed. I have the Rams hosting the Cardinals and they just absolutely body back Kyler Murray again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Josh, go ahead with yours. Yeah. So Packers are one, obviously I said my two, seven matchup of Tampa and Philly at the three seed. I have Arizona. They're going to face San Francisco as the six seed. I I think I would lean towards the Niners there to be perfectly honest with you. Just the way Arizona has been trending the last month or two and the way San Francisco has been trending the last month or two. I don't really care who plays quarterback in that game for San Francisco, to be perfectly honest with you. And Dallas and LA is the four five game. I'm going to go with the Rams. Like I've been saying all year. Egregious takes. Uh, all right. My what was um, wrong with any of that. God, the Niners winning playoff games is just crazy. Has, has um, the Niners not been trending upward in the last two months. And the Cardinals have been trending downward in the last two months. Why can't a wild card team win on wild card weekend where they historically dominate? Historically dominate. Because they're bad. We literally problems. saw a sixth seeded 
NFC West team go on the road to a third seed in NFC West team and win oh, yeah. last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was not just win freaking Brady dominate. No, we're talking no. about, we're talking about, we're talking about, we're talking about the Rams, John Wolford, freaking Goff. John Wolford, oh, John and an Wolford injured Jared Goff going into Seattle and beating a healthy, well-playing Seattle Seahawks. Listen guys, it happens. You can't tell me. These, I, I, you can't I, say it's blasphemous is, for us to pick a playoff team over another playoff team. I think it is. Team. Well, because first well, of all, I don't think this is a playoff team. So first of all, San Francisco. Is, yeah, I don't he, think he said team. they weren't going to make it. He did say that. So I don't think it's a San playoff Francisco, team. Even if they don't make it, they're better than some playoff teams. So you can't tell me Philly's better than San Francisco. Sure you can. Sure you can. I, I don't see that at all. Well, yes, because you die on your hills. Not even that. It's not even the that. Football team. They have a better <laughs> defense. Like, they. That's literally what you're like every time you start doing that head bob. Play. All right. Um, I think let me let me get much better coached than Philly. Yeah. I don't know. I think Philly's been a very well coached team, and that's why they're in the spot that they're in. It's like I said, man, dies on his hills. I'm gonna get my NFC picture out of the way here. Um. I have a two seven matchup. Okay, yeah, the Packers already made it. Two seven matchup. Uh, Rams hosting the Saints because um, I think the Rams will grab the division crown this week over the 49ers. Uh, and the Saints, I think, will win, and the Niners will lose, obviously, because they'll have to lose to the Rams. So the Saints get in. Uh, historic franchise. Congratulations, Sean Payton. You're a better coach than Kyler, Kyle Shanahan. Um, then you have the Bucks would be the three seed because the Rams would grab the two seed. Uh, and they will host the six-seeded Eagles. So I still have the Bucks Eagles matchup, um, but just moved up a couple seeds or different seedings. And then the four-five matchup I have, which is kind of fun because they just played each other. Five-seeded Cardinals at four-seeded Cowboys. So a rematch in the exact same place. Or was it in Jerry World? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So same match. Cardinals won on the road. Yeah. So week seventeen all over again, and that game was already fun to watch. Originally, uh, should be fun for the playoffs. So that's my playoff matchups. That's all of our playoff matchups. So we'll see how those fend because we're all disagreeing on both sides. Um, we'll see how that plays out next week. But since I alluded to the beginning of the episode, all three of our teams are in the playoffs. Uh, Josh had the great idea that we do some sort of state of the union address about how our expectations for all of our teams, um, which should be fun. Uh, I guess I'll go first since I'm the lowest. Like I'm gonna, I, my team will have the worst record, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right? I should go first. Okay. Um, yeah. So here's my state of the union address about the Eagles making the postseason. I'm just happy to be here. That's the entire point. Um, this was a team that Josh Golden told me would win four win games. Um, this was a game that most experts told me would win no more than six. I predicted them to win seven, and they are on the cusp potentially of a double digit win season. Um, nine and eight is still a winning season as well. And they're going to go to the postseason. So to be honest with you, um, we have good, we have a good, we have a head coach that showed that he can adjust the game plan, even despite, you know, it being the opposite direction of what he wanted when this team used to pass a lot, they were losing a lot of games. He switched to a rush offense. And now we're one of the best rush offenses in the league. Uh, I like the head coach we're sitting with. I think Jalen hurts could be that guy. Um, that's, and I think he's proven it at least give him another year and we have three first round draft picks, so we can honestly bow out and I would be perfectly happy. 
Um, I think the Bucks are in dismay, but I I'm not about to just pick uh, <laughs> against Tom Brady. Is also I, what I think I'll it's say. hard to say any team with Tom Brady on it is in dismay. I think okay. Well, they're injury riddled right now at this point. They just Gosh, had a you are player the king of interrupting, his... man. I gotta say, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Pointing one thing out. Well, I'm telling you right now. You named the State of the Union. Nobody interrupts the guy giving the State of the Union address. I just want you to know that. No, nobody interrupts the president. Um, You're not the president. I'm not. But you named. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm the. How do you miss the point? The point of it is you named it State of the Union. Whatever. Okay. Regardless. Uh, I'm just happy to be here is the whole point. I'm happy the Eagles are here. I'm happy they defied expectations. They could go down to South Florida or Los Angeles and get absolutely throttled. And I'd be like, all right, great season, boys. Pack it in. We've got the future ahead of us. So that's my State of the Union address on the Eagles. Do you have anyone you want them to play in the playoffs? Have any chance of um, I mean, I think it'd be really fun if they somehow ended up playing the Cowboys and we could beat the Cowboys because I don't think the Cowboys have had a very good rush defense at all. Um, and the way we played in Jerry World when we played them week four was the opposite play style that we play with now. So I'd be interested to see how the Cowboys handle full strength Eagles with rush offense. So I'd say the Cowboys, to be honest. The game on Saturday is in Philly? Yes. Oh, I didn't realize that. Um, I just think Philly's such an intriguing team because they run the ball better than anyone in the league right now. And that's how you win playoff games is just good enough defense, timely defense, and running the football successfully. That's all you really need to do to win a playoff game. And if they get the right matchup and they get a team who doesn't have the strongest round defense, they could do some damage. And as someone who is confident in Green Bay and feels like they're the top dog in the NFC for sure. Philly's a team that I'm a little bit scared of them to face just because the hole on that Packers team is rushing defense. And if they have to face Philly, I don't know how they're going to slow down that rushing attack. So it's certainly going to be an interesting game. If they get that matchup, obviously they need to win their first game to get that matchup. But I think if they get a team that doesn't have the strongest run defense, they are going to have a chance to win. So it'd be fun for me if that happens. But like I said, and, just happy to be here. Yeah. Eagles have it, made the postseason four out of the five last year. It's pretty cool. Um, so same with the Bills. Same with the Rams. Four out of the last five. Look at us. Look at us. We love that. Four out of five. Yeah, guys, we're you hold up your Lombardi. Oh shucks. Damn it. Whoopsies. All right. Uh I think I guess. Josh would go next because the Rams are a better record. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm feeling really good about the bills right now, much better than I thought I would have felt at this time. Three, four weeks ago, I think everything really just shifted with this team. Like I said, a few weeks ago in that second half of the Tampa game, even though they lost just the way they fought back to get into that game in the second half and even give themselves a chance was impressive and it all started with the way Josh was running the football. They've been using it a lot more, letting him kind of turn loose and run the ball a little bit more. And I think that really just opens things up for this offense. And especially with the performance Devin Singletary had this past week against the Falcons, I think 
if they can keep running the ball like this, no one's going to beat them. I don't know if they'll continue to run the ball like this, but I think the factor in the playoffs that isn't being talked about enough is the willingness Brian Dable is going to have as a play caller to be a little bit riskier with Josh Allen as far as letting him use his legs and run the football and kind of just let that open up the offense a little bit more. And that's going to turn into so many more opportunities for this team. And I think that's the big wild card for them that I'm really excited to seeing how it works out. I think it could be a really, really good weapon for them. And I think on the defensive side of the ball, even without Tredavious White, this is still one of the best units in the NFL. They've still got the number one pass defense in the NFL. They still have the number one total defense in the NFL. They still have the second scoring defense in the NFL, only trailing the Patriots by a half a point. I mean, this defense is playing lights out. I trust them against any unit in the NFL. And I I think this team is really going to have a fighting chance for me. I just want to avoid the Colts in the wildcard game. I, the one hole in this defense is the rushing defense. And I I don't want anything of Jonathan Taylor ever again. I'm more than comfortable not seeing this guy again until next year. And they just got to keep Jonathan Taylor out of Buffalo. Don't let this guy anywhere near us. And if you'd let him stay away, I think they got a good chance to make the Super Bowl. There you go. Can you remind us of the stat line that he had last time in Buffalo? He had five touchdowns. I think it was like 189 rushing yards or something like that, over 200 from scrimmage. He just, he slaughtered him. And they're not going to stop him. There's just no way their rushing defense hasn't quite held up this year. And that's why one of the things they're going to need to address this offseason is the defensive line. But uh, I think that, and they're also going to need to address linebacker because Tremaine Edmonds is not very bright. But I think that if they can avoid Jonathan Taylor, if they can avoid one of those rushing teams that also does have a bit of a play action game with them. I am a lot more nervous of Carson Wentz running the play action game with the Colts than I am of Mac running the play action game with New England. So I am much more comfortable facing New England in that first round game than the Colts. I'm just, uh, my whole thing about the AFC is that, um, like I said earlier, I, you can argue six of these seven teams. And I can argue six of these seven teams win the Super Bowl. or sorry, excuse me, let me rephrase, make the Super Bowl from the AFC. So yes, I think it's be very fun to watch the AFC in general and the bills could make a run on it uh, is my overall take. They're just the, one of the many teams. Uh, so I'm going to corner you now then Leo, you think six teams have a shot at winning the AFC. Who's your pick to win? It's still Kansas city. Or are you on Cincinnati all the way now? I don't know, man. I really want to say Cincy, but uh, I think that's a little too uh, brash and bold. I, um, I think it is, especially you don't see first time starters in the playoffs usually get to the Super Bowl like that. So I'd yeah. be a little concerned picking Cincy. Yeah, I would too. I'll go with the Chiefs for now, but I will be over the moon if the Bengals can do it. I just, or the Chargers could do it. God, that'd be funny for Dom. If Dom, I, like, I would no. hate that. Those two <laughs> suck a lot. What do we think is uh, good enough for Cincy to say that it was a successful playoff run? Two wins or is one win just enough? I honestly think them just winning one game. Because that way, because they've made the postseason, but they're in a serious playoff win drought. Right, like they haven't won a playoff game in a very long time. I mean, before I, Marvin Lewis. Yeah, like I just think they just need to win. I wonder a if Chris game. Collinsworth was a wide receiver for them the last time they won a playoff game. I think so. nineteen ninety when they beat the Houston Oilers. He might have yeah, been. So I think he might have been. Um, and their so, yeah. loss was to the Los Angeles Raiders. Nice. Just Marcus just Allen and the, the Los Angeles Raiders. Was. 
after beating the Houston Oilers, they lost to the Los Angeles Raiders. Yeah. So for me, just winning a playoff game and getting that monkey off their back would be a successful playoff run. They've already had an over successful season in my mind. Neither of those two teams play in those cities anymore. Captain Obvious, everybody. Nice seeing you. Bye. Appreciate you. All right. Good job, Um, Dom. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So we'll move on, I guess, to Dom's. I give the Rams State of the Union. So go ahead, Dom. Uh, Chris Collinsworth is not on that team, by the way. Uh, Rams State of the Union. Listen, I I just don't know. I have no idea. Because I could also, I could see this team being the two seed running through the NFC that at this point it's kind of looking like it's just the Packers. And I think the Rams are good enough to be the Packers, especially now that the Rams have developed more of a running attack over the last month since they've won. I think it's four, it's five straight since losing to green Bay. But at the same time, Matthew Stafford has been so bad the last two games And in order to beat Green Bay, you're going to have to win at Green Bay. That's something that Matthew Stafford has never done. That's something that he didn't do this year. He played poorly in that game. And he's just been bad on the road this year. So the defense, it's starting to play really well. The defense is uh, cooking. Von Miller, he's starting to play really well. Aaron Donald, he's not going to win Defensive Player of the Year this year. But he's had another year that he's put himself in a defensive player of the year's type season, he's not going to win it. It's going to be TJ water, Micah Parsons. Uh, they've both have been fantastic. So they deserve it. Jalen Ramsey is the best cornerback of the league and he's playing really, really well. Did he punch Taylor rap this week? Yes, he did. Uh, <laughs> did you not see that? No, I did. No. I, did. I was just, no, Josh, yeah, they, they, they fought on the first defensive possession. Yeah. It was pretty rough. Really? Uh, yeah. So the Rams, they could very easily lose this upcoming week to the 49ers and then go on the road in round one in the playoffs. Or I could see them winning the Super Bowl and hoisting the Lombardi trophy. I don't know what's going to happen. And that's partly because I haven't really known what Rams team is going to show up. So uh, I'm concerned, but I'm also optimistic at the same time. I think a lot of it comes down to how, th- how did the Rams do this upcoming week against the 49ers? There you go. Uh, I will say I must've been nice for you to see uh, Odell catch the game winning touchdown against the Ravens. And then right after that, Von Miller came up with basically the game ceiling sack. So yeah. pretty Did you cool. see the move that he made on that sack? Yeah. It's pretty sick. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So there goes all your state of unions, uh, varying levels of optimism. And one guy is just happy to be here. Um, we'll move on to final thoughts and close this one out. So Josh. Do you have one? I have one. <laughs> Is this man? Final All thought. Right. Dom. <laughs> Final thought. Fine. All okay. right, I'll go. Leo, you type in the chat. We're doing final thought. Uh, so my final thought. Twitter. Hello. Nice to be back. Twitter. Wow. I uh, I had a little bit of a brief break from Twitter and it was not my <laughs> fault. It was because someone hacked into my account and they did it. So in the morning and then they changed all the information in my account. So I lost access to it for about a week. Why? How, how does that happen? I had my phone number <laughs> linked. I had my email linked. I have a password and it just all oh, didn't matter. How was how that allowed? 
So BS. Thankfully, I got the account back. But if I would have lost the Twitter account that I've worked for to gain like a solid following from Padre fans on, I would have been very upset. So luckily, I got the account back. But Twitter, they need to be a little bit more user friendly for uh, for when people get their information stolen. That's all I'll say. Um, all I'll tell you is the things hackers can do. Team ship would, would scare you if you well, actually knew what some of them could do. It's it's that's really fine easy that they can hack into my account, but it should be easier for me to get it back. Fair. Because as soon as they got my password, they changed my email and they changed my phone number. Yeah. Link to my account. Yeah. So I had no way to get it back until yeah. the account got suspended. Team Shib, SMD. Shout out Team Shib. All right, Josh, now you can hear again. Uh, you can go ahead with your final thought. <laughs> yeah, almost made it through the whole podcast without technical difficulties, but couldn't quite get there. Um, in the production intern. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk a little bit about the quarterback position because football is obviously a game that I love and the quarterback position is the most important. And we talk a lot about the free agent quarterbacks this year because the rookie class isn't great, but there's one rookie who I do like of, there's two rookies who are going to be coming into this draft class who I do like, but one of them has been dealing with something in the last week. We saw it together. Dom and I saw Matt Corral suffer a tough injury that I think is going to be pretty serious for him and he chose to play in a bowl game and it was obviously a bowl game that didn't quite mean as much than some other games and he suffered a pretty serious injury and now it's going to probably hurt his draft stock a little bit and I've just seen a lot of people saying a lot of things about the decision he made how it just wasn't the right move to play in that game and there's obviously a lot of controversy now surrounding players opting out of bowl games and we're seeing it a lot more frequently now. And a lot of people don't like it, including myself, but then we're seeing guys like Matt Corral who are going to be first round picks suffer injuries like this that can now seriously hurt their draft stock. But I just wanted to say that I do have a lot of respect for Matt Corral for playing in that game. Obviously it was a very unfortunate circumstance that happened to him. And I hope that NFL teams look at him and show that he wanted to play in this game for his teammates and show that he is that kind of leader and that kind of guy who just cares about his teammates. And that's the first step of being a great quarterback in the NFL. And I hope that teams are able to still look at his full body of work without quite being able to work him out the way they want to heading into this draft process. And I also just wanted to say about these bowl games that we do need to take a step back and look at these games and the meaning of them and how we're putting these players on the field who are going to be moving on to different things, whether it be the transfer portal, NFL draft, other things, we need to take a step back and reevaluate how this all works. You know, that's a, that's a good issue. I, I, I liked, I, I appreciate that one. Um, I'm here to uh, final thoughts. I'm here to victory lap once again, a little bit and sort of tied into, you know, basketball because Come on, it's me. Um, so basically, yeah, if you didn't know, LSU receiver is goaded. Um, I'm here to tell you that. Uh, Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson will be your top, will be top five wideouts for a while to come. Get used to them. Enjoy them. Uh, that's my one draft take for the NFL. And I'm going to tie it into my other one because I love doing this to basketball. But my other draft take is for the NBA. Uh, Kentucky guards never miss. So just remember, 
Kentucky guards. Uh, and I'm also somehow going to loop that back to Tyrese Maxey because Tyrese Maxey's great. Emmanuel quickly is also, also great, but worse than Tyrese Maxey. Um, yeah. I mean, so just remember your LSU receivers, always remember your LSU receivers and always don't, don't shy away from those Kentucky guards. Cause they're also great. Can I name a couple others? Like draft takes? No. Or Kentucky guards. Oh, great. Kentucky guards. Oh, okay. They're not going to be great, but well, Devin Booker, De'Aaron yeah. Fox. Yeah. I know quickly. Uh, Malik Monk. Shout out Malik Monk. He's playing Ty really Ty well Washington. for the Lakers. Just want to say that because it's a great will name be. to say. He will be. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to yeah. think of others. So, uh, I mean, Tyler Ulis was really good at Kentucky. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I mean, Tyler Hero is really good. He, Tyler, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, that's factory. My, that's my, yeah. It's their, their guard factory. Uh, so, just remember that Leo's one of the best recruiters in the country. Yes. Um, that's my, my Leo draft takes is you'll never hear me shut up about LSU receivers and you'll never hear me shut up about Kentucky guards. Uh, somebody rescue Terrace Marshall from the Panthers, please. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's going to conclude episode 57. Um, we come back next week. You've been listening to us, not shut up about who's going to be in the playoffs. We'll finally have who's in the playoffs. So we'll playoffs, playoff. baby. We'll have the playoff matchups and we also will be doing a reflection on our division finish standings. Uh, we're going to look back and pick each person's going to get to pick a team that, okay, here's what the funny thing is going to be. Each person is going to pick a team that another podcast member was most right about and most wrong about. It's not the person picking them. It's the other people rubbing okay, in the face. Who we all know what right I was about. most wrong about. Okay, but we Dom can talk about this. Most wrong about we can we can have this. We're having this discussion in the group chat. We'll figure out how it works. But we're going to be giving out awards based off our division pickups. Is basically what we're doing, and giving out hardware for season. Next episode is going to be jam packed because we're going to have a lot to do. Uh, so definitely tune into that one. It'll be fun. But uh, yeah, this is episode fifty-seven. Enjoy your winter weather because I'm not. I don't. I still don't have any winter weather. Um, <laughs> I don't really know what else to say here. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week.